Hey, everybody. Welcome to Inside Situation, a bi-weekly podcast where we share with you some of the conversations we're having in the agency. I'm Peter Yajisic, head of technology at Situation, and I am joined in the studio today by a very familiar voice to fans of the podcast, Kevin McCauley, uh, junior creative strategist here at Situation. Welcome back, Kevin. The day has come, Peter. The day has Kev come. heads everywhere are rejoicing. I can hear the throngs in the streets. I am back. You are back. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so the one of the, and the reason that you're back uh, is that we just had another TEDx Broadway um, last week on uh, the 21st, March 21st, and uh, last year you were so gracious and so kind to be kind of our man on the street at TEDx with uh, our portable recorder, and you talked to a bunch of our young professionals, the the folks in the Young Professionals Program. People can go back and listen to that episode of the podcast. It was really really interesting. And uh, we wanted to do something again. We, we wanted to have you back on the ground at the event. Uh, and But w- instead of kind of a uh, roving reporter, we, we had a chance, you had a chance, to sit down and talk to some of the folks that presented. Is that right? Yes, I requested a chair this time. <laughs> and they gave you one. <laughs> and they gave me one. I was surprised. Nice. You got some pull over Yeah, there. I stopped there. I didn't want to push it, but I got a chair. Maybe. Who knows what will happen next year. <laughs> uh, but but in, in addition to wanting to try something a little different with uh, what the content that we captured, the, the event itself uh, tried something new this year. Every year, uh, the the theme of TEDx Broadway is, you know, what's the best that Broadway can be? But it had a subtitle this year, and the subtitle was Let's Talk. And uh, in each of the three sessions at TEDx uh, Broadway, after each one series of speakers, and there were three to four speakers per session, uh, they actually kept the speakers up on stage, and there was a dialogue that was led by some former TEDx presenters and some other folks that, that were there to, you know, kind of amplify the message of, of what was being spoken about in each one of the sessions. So um, what did you think about the the format change this year? I thought it was great, and what an amazing opportunity uh, for everyone in the audience and the people on stage, too, I think uh, they would say, uh, to have all these knowledgeable, talented people on the stage and have the opportunity to let them uh, talk and ask each other questions and then take some questions from the audience. And it just uh, really uh, took TEDx Broadway to another level to have this uh, enhanced uh, dialogue between uh, not just the presenters, but like you were saying, presenters of the past and the audience. Yeah. And and you you really did. um, You were working hard that day. I'm glad you got your chair because in addition to helping facilitate the audience questions, you then came back after each session, and, and you and I recorded some some uh, interviews with with a few three of the presenters and one alum who helped to facilitate the conversations. Um, so you know what we'll do now is we're just going to kick it over to listen to what those folks had to say. I, I thought that you uh, really got some great insights out of them. We're going to hear from uh, Alton Fitzgerald White, uh, who is an actor who spoke uh, in one of the sessions. Lance Weiler, who's a storyteller from Columbia. Uh, Lester Verdiak, uh, who uh, is part of the Sing for All Pianos program, and Laura Hayward, uh, better known as Broadway Girl, who was one of the facilitators. So um, why don't we just kick over to hear what some of those conversations were, and then we'll come back after. Does that sound good? Let's do it. All right, here we go. 
All right. So let's just start by having you uh, say your name, what you do, and briefly recap the major theme of what you spoke about today. My name is Alton Fitzgerald White, and uh, I guess my claim to fame is performing 4,308 performances at King Mufasa in The Lion King. And I spoke today on the concept of service, the act of service, and how reperceiving it and redefining it can shift your life and your career. The theme for this year's uh, TEDx Broadway is let's talk mm-hmm. uh, after the what's the best Broadway can be. So did the concept of engaging in dialogue help to shape your presentation uh, specifically? The concept of engaging in dialogue definitely helped in, 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 in my choice of topic um, because I think it's important to learn from each other. Um, there's so many times that we all feel chronically unique, but the simple act of sharing your thoughts... Um, exercising that vulnerability can help you realize that you're not alone. Awesome. This is a fun one. If you were an audience member at your own presentation today, what would your first follow-up question be? So if you were someone who had just heard what you said, what would be that first thing that came to you? Be like, oh, I want to know more about this, or that sparked this in me. I guess my first question would be, how has service what's what's the most in, in, in impactful way that service has uh, has changed your life and changed your perception of things uh, do you have an answer for it um, the answer would be uh, that it's helped me to detach from expectation which is tremendously difficult to do and um, find peace in that detachment so uh, going back to this idea of conversations uh, what are some of the conversations that you hope Uh, your presentation today will start or push forward and do you think that we touched on any of those in the Q&A did any of that come out of that I hope after having my talk I hope that people will walk away um, realizing that there is a way to not obsess over the things that are are important to us they can still be important but uh, putting them in a service category um, can, can allow the energy to flow through you and align with your intentions. So all of your attention doesn't have to be wrapped up to the point of obsession. And you can have some space from it, let it breathe, and while you're away from it, re-energize, and maybe come back to that same intention with the new uh, point of view. What are some ways we can challenge ourselves to uh, keep thinking about those things and keep the conversation going to you know expand beyond oneself, maybe... Uh, you know, spread those ideas a little more. What are some of those conversations that we could be having? Uh, conversations we could be having. I think we could be having more conversations about how we can contribute as opposed to what is what's in it for us. Um, I think it's great to be ambitious, but most of us who are, who have recognized what our gift is, we do it for free. So, there are many opportunities to just do it for free, which also gives you a chance to exercise it at the same time. And the feeling you get back from from contributing is, it's hard to put that into words because it's such a great surprise. Um, there's no expectation when you're giving freely and you're giving um, sincerely, you're giving unconditionally. So I hope that we would uh, rem- remember that that's a part of the process as well. Just being grateful for what you have to offer and offering it just because. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, First, can you start by just telling us who you are, what you do, and uh, just briefly give us like the main theme of what you spoke about today. 
Sure, my name is Lance Weiler. I'm a storyteller. Uh, I've been working in film, television, and games for over 20 years. Um, I'm also the founding member and director of the Columbia University Digital Storytelling Lab, and uh, I'm an associate professor in the film department. Um, what I spoke about today at uh, TEDx Broadway was really this idea of igniting the imagination of many, looking at interesting ways that we can use story, play, and design uh, to build systems that allow people to develop their own storytelling abilities in an effort to tackle some of the world's most pressing complex challenges. Um, through the work that I've done, I've come to realize that the more diverse a group of people is, you know, this idea of designing with and for as opposed to just designing for someone is incredibly powerful. And so the what I wanted to kind of put across in the talk today was the opportunity that we have to use the arts to be creative as a way to not only gain understanding of the world around us, but to be able to connect to other people in meaningful ways that can help us maybe try to tackle some of those pressing issues. So this year's the theme of this year's TEDx is let's talk. Uh, did the concept? Uh, did you use the concept of engaging in dialogue to shape your presentation today? And if so, how? Well, a lot of times when um, shaping uh, a talk, or whether it's what I do in terms of lectures at, at Columbia, or just in terms of like making presentations. The, the ability to find uh, and be able to read an audience is incredibly important. Uh, I think the ability to kind of listen to what everybody else is saying. There, the thing that's interesting about today is there's a really nice through line. You know, when you do a curatorial event, you kind of look and you say, how are the speakers potentially going to build upon each other? And at first glance, it can seem like it's really eclectic, but then you can start to see these threads that make connection points. So a lot of times when I'll go and I'll prep what I'm doing, I'll spend some time like kind of looking and seeing who else might be there, having conversations with people about, you know, what, it, what are the, the themes or the, uh, the goal of whatever the event is, who is the audience for the event, and then you'll kind of go back and you'll kind of shape it and think about it. But then there's also an element of what I do. I've been public speaking for a very long time. Uh, you know, I might write out the notes, but then I'll just leave all that behind. And then I'll go out and I'll really try to respond to what I feel from those people who are seated in the audience. And a lot of times I'll do things that are very interactive too. Today was more of a talk, but um, I think that ability to kind of read off of an audience is really important. But I think What's nice about TEDx Broadway is the the quality of the speakers and the care to the curation of what the overall theme is and the connection points that you can see. It's like a, a story that unfolds across a day, which is really nice. Going back to what you were just talking about with the audience, uh, if you were an audience member today and had just heard your own presentation, what do you think your first question or reaction would be to that? Um, I hope that maybe what it would be is something that would help somebody to realize that the creative capacity exists within themselves, right? That there are these sparks that we have and that maybe over time they diminish a bit, you get hardened a bit. But the fact, uh, the youthfulness or that ability to ignite the imagination is something that um, we all have inherently inside ourselves, and we're, we, we want to be engaged in it. And you could see that across some of the other talks in terms of, like, 
the willingness for people to participate back. You know, when somebody would play music or do an interactive element, the audience was right there, they were ready. And I think what I would hope would be that some, somebody would leave the talk and really think about that idea of that tension between audience and creator, you know, between the ownership and authorship of something, and the potential of white space, and how that white space is really an amazing opportunity for a creative jumping off point. And what does that future hold in terms of if those formerly known as the audience are actually storytellers too? What does that mean in terms of the work that you do? And how can you leave room for them? You know, when, uh, when the monks were originally writing before there was the printing press, you know, years and years and years ago, they would run all... The, the sentences together there was no white space at all so it was incredibly difficult to read what was written and you needed somebody to translate it for you that little invention of a white space made it so people could read on their own and so that idea that we come into the 21st century and make use of white space as a way to create kind of an engagement for collaboration is exciting and so I hope that maybe somebody left thinking about that uh, the last question here, uh, I think, might give people a little bit uh, in, insight into what your talk was about, but it's uh, how can we challenge ourselves to keep the dialogue going around the ideas that you spoke about, and to me that kind of revolves around the idea of white space that you touched on briefly before and talked about in your presentation. Could you maybe uh, talk about that just uh, briefly? Sure. I mean, I think the one thing that's really always hard to do is you will have a moment, and maybe you're fortunate enough to... Um, kind of capture it you know you create an inspirational space and people get really excited about that and I think the hardest part is the sustaining that after the lights go down and everybody goes back to their real lives and I think the thing that's important is finding some degree of mutual value when you can connect to a community and you know they're, they're are like-minded people or they have similar struggles to what you have then that leads you more likely to feel like okay at a point where you're really kind of down on what it is that you do or as um, I think it was Linda might have mentioned you know talking about quitting the theater every two years you know that the notion of where you hit these points in your your career where you question what you do um, I think the, the ability to kind of find that you're not alone is really important within the creative field, especially at a time where there's such a, a challenge entrepreneurially to what it means to be a creative. You know, if you look at where things are headed in terms of the National Endowment of the Arts or the National Endowment of the Humanities and the, the, the slicing or the potential slicing of the, 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 that funding, it kind of creates an opportunity. You know, and what is that opportunity and where do you go? So I think the first fundamental part of that is community. And then I think it's making what you learn actionable. So how do you do that? Sometimes it's outside forces that kind of dictate that. Like all of a sudden, oh, wait, the funding's gone. So what are we going to do now? How do we go forward? How does the art propel itself forward? And I think movements come out of those things. So I think, um, you know, from my perspective, that that's always interesting. You know, like how can you be sharing the knowledge in a way that sparks the imaginations of many so then they go out and they start to replicate? It's like throwing a rock into a into a pool, right? It just ripples out in concentric circles. So I think the question is, like, how do you give people rocks? How do you let them throw multiple? You know, so then all of a sudden there's all ripples all over the place. And then that's where you start to make change. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's start by just having you say uh, who you are and what you do. And then just 
briefly uh, recapping like the main theme of what you spoke about today. Sure. So uh, my name is Lester Verdiak. I manage the Sing for All Pianos program here in New York City. A big part of what I was talking about in my TEDx Broadway talk today was um, focusing on the fact that um, we have a lot of walls in our lives. So whether it's between people, whether it's between the audience and the stage, there's always some sort of hesitation, and there's um, little magical things that we can add into our lives to break down those walls. And definitely, music and art is one of them. And so, at least for me, by putting a piano in the middle of the street, it gives people a reason to connect. Um, people have fun. People do meet new strangers. Um, yeah, and as New Yorkers, we're always on the go. But for some reason, people will stop and they'll get to enjoy that spontaneous moment. The theme for this year specifically for Tax Broadway is let's talk. Mm-hmm. So, do you did you use the concept of engaging in dialogue to shape your presentation? Uh, and if so, how did that play a part? I did. So it's very interesting. Like I said. Um, with the topic being let's talk, talking means it's more two or more parties um, having a discussion. And so at least for me as an artist, as I said in my talk, I'm constantly by myself. I'm constantly in a practice room um, creating that art by myself. And um, so when I thought of the topic of let's talk, it's got to open up those channels. you got to um, hit everybody too. So I'm hoping the points that I covered in my talk was accessible to all different kinds of people, whether you are in the Broadway world, whether you're outside the Broadway world, whether you're an artist, an art appreciator, um, and everywhere in between. And if you were, let's say you were in the audience today and you had just heard your talk, what do you think your first follow-up question would be to everything that you just said or uh, your first reaction? would be, where can I find these pianos outside? That's the question I'm getting from everybody today, is that everybody just wants to. And I'm so glad. I'm here at TEDx Broadway today. I actually brought a Synchro piano with me. It's in the lobby for everybody to play. And people are just so excited to um, have a go. People say, oh, I've never played piano before. It all begins somewhere, so... It's going to be a fun cocktail hour. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. And the dinner. We have a dinner planned as well. Uh, So uh, what are some of the conversations that you hope your presentation will start or push forward from this afternoon? Um, So what I hope that people will be able to take away and um, uh, use in their own lives is that um, there's so much that we can do in our world, no matter what's going on right now, whether you think it's a great time or a difficult time, there's so much that we can do to make our foundation stronger and to build it from the ground up. No matter what's going on the top, we as a community, as society, can do so much to make that foundation stronger. Art is definitely a big part of that, uh, helping us connect with each other. And so I'm hoping that um, as a whole in our world, we're just making that foundation stronger. And based on the Q&A session that happened in the discussion, do you yeah. think you were hearing some of that uh, that conversation already bubbling in the audience uh, after all the presentations? Yeah, exactly. There was one woman that came up and um, said thank you to uh, a number of us that are doing these kind of community programs and bringing them to light. And that's proof right there that... Um, my project is only in New York City. People think it's this large-scale thing. New York City is just a small dot on a map. Um, There's so much uh, to do in our country and in our world, and there's so many programs um, like what I'm doing making a difference in the world. So um, definitely I see that happening, uh, shown today in the audience today. And what are some ways that... This is my last question for you. Uh, What are some ways that we can challenge ourselves to keep uh, the dialogue going around your presentation, the other presentations that we have so far today, what are some things we can do to challenge ourselves to make sure we keep having these conversations? Um, Definitely once that wall is broken between um, yourself and another person, let's say, 
um, having a conversation. Let's talk. Um, we're all humans, but we're all different. We all came from different backgrounds. We all look different. But that conversation is the, um, the channels for conversation is there. So um, we can definitely learn from each other, whether you are right or you're wrong, or whether you're uh, agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. Um, there's definitely channels for us to learn from each other, and I'm hoping that uh, everybody gets to learn that from today. Let's just have you uh, start by saying uh, you know, your name and introducing yourself and what you do. Hi, I'm Laura Haywood. Uh, I'm best known by most people in the theatrical world uh, for two things. One, I run a very popular Twitter account under the name Broadway Girl NYC, and I also do a lot of on-camera interviews with Broadway stars for various outlets, including the AOL Build series. Awesome. Uh, so, as someone uh, you know who's spoken, uh, been part of text before, uh, you, you know this. This year's theme was Let's Talk, right? So uh, how do you think that the Let's Talk concept changed the dynamic of the event from previous years? I really liked that a lot of the speakers asked questions of each other. I think having me and Ash in our session and, you know, other alums come to help moderate was great and I loved being involved but my favorite moments were those when the speakers interacted with each other and built upon their own work um, with the work of those that had spoken alongside them. Uh, so in, in regards to everything you've seen today, what are some of the conversations that you uh, either hope you know will, uh, we have started or that we've pushed forward? So what are the conversations uh, that you see coming out of today that uh, you think are the most important or most pressing? Well, I know that we've been talking in the theatrical community for a long time about diversity, um, and we've talked about bringing... Uh, the arts to people in diverse communities, and we've talked about bringing diverse communities into the world of art. I think today we really got at the idea that um, it's not just art's job to change people's lives, but it's people's jobs to change the arts. And again, that's just a slight shift from a conversation that's been having that we've been having for a long time but i am personally really excited about the idea of bringing people in who haven't been making art since they were born who haven't had it in their blood um from their family or from their surroundings or just because they were born with it but maybe people who didn't consider themselves artists before and bringing them in and hearing their voices to change what art can be for those of us who have been around it for a long time and so, building on that, what are some of the ways that we can challenge ourselves to make sure we keep that dialogue going and to make sure that happens, uh, either based on something specific you heard today or general your general thoughts about that? I think this event, TEDx Broadway, represents exactly what we need to do in the rest of the year. We need to ask questions and we need to listen. I think that so often the answers we're seeking are already out there as long as we just open ourselves up to them and really open our ears. I think we're all eager to talk and share our own perspectives. If we can, and I certainly need to, to think about this myself as well, um, it's really been on my mind that I want to listen more, to hear other people's perspectives, and to remember that every person is an authority on their own experience so the more we can listen and take at face value as real truth the stories people are telling us, the more empathy we'll have in creating our own art and in watching other people's. That's great. Thank you so much. That's You're all welcome. the questions I have. All right. Thank you for sitting down with us. Awesome. My pleasure. 
Hey, everybody, it's Kevin and Peter back in the studio. Uh, so, Kevin, listening to uh, those conversations again uh, and those for our amazing and, and wonderfully gracious speakers to, to talk to us after they'd already presented on stage, uh, we're so grateful to them. But um, I really started to notice some through lines uh, between the speeches that, that I have occurred to me kind of just for the first time. But am, am I alone in that? Was there anything that kind of stuck out to you as stuff that you that resonated across all four of them? Definitely. I think a big thing uh, that everyone kind of talked about in different ways is the audience being part of the art. Uh, you know, even when you talk, hear Alton talking about service and that service of doing what he does, like for the audience, you know, thinking about them and like, oh, they've never seen me do it. I may be the 3,850th yeah. time I've done it, but, you know, they deserve a fresh and new performance and I have to keep it fresh for them. And Lance and the idea of white spaces and giving the audience room to create inside this this structure and the Lester, the breaking down walls and all of that, it just, uh, it goes back to the theme of Let's Talk this year where, uh, it's not just about conversations, but it's about the art itself that some people make and art being the dialogue uh, as well. Yeah, no, that, that, those are really, really great observations. And, uh, you know, we've we've mentioned on the podcast a few times, including recently when we came back from South by Southwest, but this idea that uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I, I think that the concept of of art being a dialogue or, or of a conversation happening necessarily between folks, you do go further. The idea of, uh, you know, it's not just somebody standing on stage speaking at you, uh, you know, and then you, you digest it and go away. It's the, the concept of you're, you're getting more out of the concept or you're ruminating it more when you encourage other voices and other opinions and other, and other ideas. Was there, was there anything in particular uh, from the sessions that you saw or, or from any of the speakers that we heard that uh, you feel is going to uh, continue with you or stay with you or that you're personally inspired to go and, and think more about? Uh, definitely uh, when Lance was talking about the ripple effect uh, and the idea of like making sh- – sharing knowledge that sparks imagination, I think is what he says, something along those yeah. lines. Uh, just the idea – and again, this goes – back to uh, white spaces and involving the audience, but just uh, taking action in a way that inspires others and then giving – not just doing that yourself, but then giving those other people the tools to do it themselves. It's just very interesting and it's inspiring that we're not just commenting on an issue or commenting on a problem where – talking about a subject, we're inviting others to be part of it and then go out and create themselves. I think that – uh, idea is very inspiring. Yeah, literally finding rocks. How do we how do we give people rocks, right, so that they can create their own own ripples? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that was that was really uh, a cool cool metaphor and, and kind of has me pondering. And, and and I would just also say that you know hearing Alton talk about the concept of service uh, when you do something. You know, uh, and you, you try to find the energy. A lot of them spoke about this. Uh, Lance also spoke about this. You know, when, when you kind of fall into a routine, how do you keep yourself energized? How do you come back and, and find that fire within yourself? And I think a great way to do it is through service. So um, that's something that I'm going to be thinking a lot about. Um, but Kevin, thank you so much again for being a great man on the ground at TEDx Broadway this year and for coming back to talk to us on the podcast about it. 
It was my pleasure. Whenever you need someone on the ground, you know who to call. I do. And then the Kev heads will have their way. We will bring you back. Um, <laughs> speaking of Kev heads, uh, whether you're a Kev head or not, if you have any feedback for us here at the podcast, please do not hesitate to drop us a line at podcast at situation.myc. I want to extend a huge thank you to all of the guests that we interviewed uh, today, Alton Fitzgerald White, Lance Weiler, Lester Rudiak, and Laura Haywood. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again in a couple of weeks, and uh, thanks so much. Thank you.